0: Good afternoon, and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and today we're going to talk about skiing with our friends from the Brainerd Nordic Ski Club. Brian Twomley is with us. He's the president of the Brainerd Nordic Ski Club, and Mark Statham, who is a past president and still a member. Gentlemen, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank thank you. you. Thanks
1: for having us. Talking skiing, are we? Are we? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. We're ready. (laughs) We're ready. I'll I'll start a little bit. I'll, I'll just make a shameless plug to join the ski club. Club dot com. You can sign up for the membership. We're open. Uh, you can pay online. Relatively cheap. Um, it helps to pay the the membership. Actually helps pay for the grooming of the trails, equipment purchase for us for the grooming, and as well as we also pay for the lights at the arb. I don't know if people realize that, oh, but really? but our club um, supports the lights and pays for the lights there. That's good to know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Um, and, and we groom at five locations around the Brainerd Lakes area. So the Arboretum is our primary spot. But the Forest View Middle School, those trails around there are open and groomed. Uh-huh. Uh, French Rapids pretty aggressive out there if you've been to french um but we also groom uh we took over the grooming of uh, wolf lake out in the eastern part of the county and then larson lake over southeast of deerwood Uh so those are wonderful places to to get to Uh if you want to get away from town a little bit and uh deal with those yeah yeah and all those all those locations are groomed for both classic we were talking about that classic and skate except for wolf is only classic but otherwise uh both uh techniques, if you will, for the rest of the trails. So Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well this is cool. How many members do you have right now in the club approximately? I, generally I on a year to year basis we we have about sixty families. Um so oh. and I, I can't remember what it is. So it's it's pretty decent. We can always use more. We'd love more. Um but year over year it's about sixty and you know I Mark can attest to it when he talks to the U ski but it seems like in the last three or four years, Nordic skiing and just being able to get outside and do things is really growing. Kind of yeah. forced to at one point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it does help. I yeah. Think that's good. So if you, if you happen to drive by Forest View um, after school... I think there's 120 kids in that uh, Nordic skiing program. Wow. And yeah. Mark will talk about that a little bit, but we have 75 to 80 on Sunday afternoons at the Arb for you ski That's great. As well as all the general public. So it's it's a wonderful sport for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: I've been saying for years, you should embrace winter. Find that <laughs> you know activity that you like to do, and it makes the winter go a lot faster. Yeah. yeah.
2: And get you outside.
0: And get you outside. Yeah. Because really, uh, there's nothing like uh, uh, being on the cross-country skis the, the the beautiful trails that we have around the lakes area, yeah, yeah, it's a
2: great activity that you can do lifelong too, and yeah. with
1: your whole family,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. it is, All and that we see that, mm-hmm. you know, and you're especially in the arboretum, which is the most accessible, yeah, of our systems, yeah, mm-hmm. but there's yeah. such a nice variety right here in the area, yeah. Let's talk about uh, lessons a little bit then. Uh, Mark. Well, uh, this is the eleventh year that the Miranda uh, uh, North Ski Club has uh, had these uh, youth programs. It's part of the Minnesota Youth Ski League, and uh, there's several different programs around the state that are also uh, volunteer um, ski club operated. And uh, we have had anywhere from sixty to eighty kids signed up each year. Wow and uh so and our registration for this for the families should be starting here real soon you know, they've just made some changes in their registration process, so they're still getting the bugs worked out. But Thanks. that'll be happening real soon. We can always check. We have a Facebook page, the Ski Club, as, as well as a web page, as Brian had mentioned earlier. Yeah. And this information will be on there. But we get the kids out, and we start them at four years old, as early as four years old, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, a matter of teaching these kids how to get up when they fall, how to get their skis on, um, and just how to move over the snow and mm-hmm. various ways that you move uh, up and down hills and what have you in cross-country skiing. Mm-hmm. And uh, during this uh, period, probably three, four weeks into it, we also will offer adult lessons And we offer them the same time. So if a parent is out there, their kids are, everybody's out there at the same time.
1: Oh, that's neat. Cool. Cool.
2: And um, as Brian mentioned, you know, we have the lighted ski trail out the Arboretum. So that is so accessible to everybody, families, you know, as it gets dark. Uh, in the winter so early mm-hmm. um, so it's a great place to go during the week after work kind of a situation and then you have the weekend come along and then you have the other venues that we have in the area to ski and they will range from expert French Rapids to um, you know uh, Larson Lake uh, which is intermediate there's easy spots and and uh, then uh, Forest View which is our smallest system and that is relatively easy and they're again accessible it just doesn't have a lighted trail
0: yeah,
2: yeah. so cool now yeah, lots of options that's that's cool all right so we need to watch
0: the facebook page or the website com. Yep. Uh, yep. For the upcoming lessons.
2: And I would also say to the families that sign their kids up, we have uh, rentals, equipment rentals Uh, for these kids because kids age out of their equipment so fast. So (laughs) that is a great plan. And we have a distribution day sometime in the middle of December. We'll do that to all the families that have registered. And they keep that equipment all winter long. Oh neat! So you know they're not just using that equipment the day of the, the lesson. Yeah. They take it home and they have it even after the lessons. You know, we want to encourage these families and kids to get out because yeah. they can ski in their front yard right. if they want to. Yeah, uh, especially in those early years. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a great program that gets started, mm-hmm. and the just the the
1: registration fee includes the equipment. So when you sign up. One fee, okay. you get the equipment and the lessons. It's all a one one price deal, so it's really a good deal. It, it was also interesting, Mark and I. We were changing e- exchanging emails last night. I think it, the program's been in in place for about ten or eleven years, and there's kids that started in that program ten or eleven years ago that are on the high school Nordic ski yes, team now. Yes, love that. So so it's a very it's it's a fun. You know, to see that uh, progression, if you will, from those uh, those kids all the way along. Mm-hmm. And
2: this is the program that Jesse Deacon started with.
1: That's oh. cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, yeah gold and that.
2: silver yeah. medal winner, Olympic first. Uh, you know, so it's it got incredible uh, mm-hmm. history to it. Yeah. And I should also mention that our first lesson will be the uh, January eighth. That's a Sunday, and the lessons are always two o'clock to three thirty at the Arboretum. Easy. Okay. Yeah. So.
0: Very nice. Um, now, uh, let's talk about a big event that's coming up that you guys do put together because uh, you mentioned equipment, and there's maybe some people thinking uh, we want to get involved. How yeah. do we get our ski equipment? Well, you have a great program coming up.
1: We we do, yeah. Every year the, the ski club supports a ski swap. Um, it's been going for probably 30-plus years. And this year it'll it's Saturday, November 12th at the at the Brainerd High School. Um, the drop-off starts at 7.30, so you come in at 7.30, you mark your used equipment, bring it in, we'll put it on the tables, display it, and the sale actually starts at uh, 9 o'clock. And I can tell you from past experience, there's quite a lineup at 9 o'clock, mm-hmm. so if uh, you want to get sure. there, uh, get there get there early. Um, I would like to remind people that it's cash or check only. We've been trying to figure out how to deal with credit cards, but not quite there yet. So just remind people it's cash or check only. but it's, it's a good place to see what's out there. Um, we've also, uh, SkiGull is bringing uh, downhill equipment, so we would expect it to be um, not just Nordic, but also downhill used equipment. And we also have engaged with four local retailers, so they usually bring new equipment, both both downhill and cross-country new equipment there. So if you can't find stuff that's used, it's a good place to talk to the retailers about what they have in store for new equipment if, it, if you can't find what you need. In the past, or at this one, is there ever snowshoe equipment? Um, people have – we, we nor- I don't think the retailers bring any um, right. new stuff, mm-hmm. but we definitely have had snowshoe equipment there to swap. So okay. we basically, I think, Mark, correct me if I'm wrong, we'll take almost any kind of outdoor things. We don't do too much hockey, but – you know, some snowshoe, there's, you know, winter clothing, that kind of thing. Okay. Um,
2: so, yeah. yeah. There's been both the old, you know, wood frame snowshoes oh. and these uh, newer <laughs> aluminum. Uh, aluminum. Yeah. So you've seen a mixture of things there. Cool. And I would also say that, you know, as far as fitting uh, between the ski club and these retailers, when you're ready to buy a pair of skis, they'll, they're there to make sure they're fit for you. Good. You know, we used to have an old standard, you know, put your ski tip if it hits your, you know, (laughs) that doesn't work anymore. It's now weight and, Mm -hmm. you know, everything else related. So um, it's really important that when you're buying used or new that the equipment fits for you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: Uh, A few years ago I went there and uh, was able to purchase, uh, it was one of your uh, partners in retail that showed up. But they had, like, last year's model at a great discount. So you can find some great savings, too, right? And that's what this is all about.
1: Yes. Yep. 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 Yeah, absolutely. All right.
0: Um, So, again, uh, it is coming up on November 12th at the Brainerd High
1: School. And you said the door's open for sales at? Door's open for sales at 9. The the drop-off starts at 7.30, but the sale starts at 9. And And then
0: pick up after. 9
1: till noon. 9 till noon. (laughs) Yep, and pick up. Um, between twelve and one. And okay. we try to
2: get out of there by about two. So
1: awesome. Yeah. Okay.
2: And by pickup we mean that, you know, anything that you have brought That didn't didn't sell. sell. That's when you pick it up or get your money, which is (laughs) is what we hope everybody (laughs) hopes, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, and uh, talk about too. uh, Is there a pass that people need to ski in Minnesota, and how does that all work?
1: Yeah. So, so generally in Minnesota, um, we actually get funding from the Minnesota Grant and Aid System, but in order to get funding, you are required to have a Minnesota Ski Trail Pass, Um, and that applies. For almost all of the trails that we have, yep, uh, that, that we groom, mm-hmm. so it is important, and that's uh, and you buy that through the state uh, DNR website. Okay. But it's important to have it because the conservation officers do check. Um, but it's also just a, another part of the funding that we get indirectly as mm-hmm. a club, yeah. but um, very important as well. And. Th- Every trail that we have is marked that a ski trail pass is required. required, and you're supposed to carry it on your person as you ski. Okay, so is that a, and it's reasonable, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I, I, if I remember last time, I you can buy it a one year, or three year. I think the last time the individual three year was like thirty, thirty some dollars. Oh so wow, I'm not so ten dollars yeah. a year is pretty. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And it's and we really encourage people, you know, and don't wait for the first snow um, because of how this funding works. You know, we have all these statewide um, volunteer um, ski clubs or summer trail associations, uh, and this is where they're getting their monies to groom these trails. And that's why they exist. This is a user fee. There's no general revenue tax dollars going into this program. It's all what we put into it as skiers. So, you know, year to year, it's really important. It keeps that pot that everybody uh, applies their grant for every year to get for their grooming. And so it's just real important to be a part of that, yeah. Absolutely. Not only that, if you don't have it, you could get ticketed. But I mean, it's just it's the um, the aspect it, of, for the skiing. Just do it. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> just to keep the trails in great shape. And I, I I've talked to other trail associations, and they talk about not only do they groom, but this time of the year they're walking the trails. Uh, Clearing them uh, of debris and everything else, because you want to be ready before the snow flies. And I imagine your volunteers
1: are doing that? Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we have. We we had an exceptional windy summer, (laughs) we people remember. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Yeah, quite frankly, the the trails are ready to go. They've been mowed. Mark, as a matter of fact, he's being um, shy. I guess he spent a significant amount of time out there mowing. but. We've walked all the trails; um, they're all mowed, and we're just we're waiting for snow. And I know that's brings Easy some now. trepidation. Easy yeah. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: yeah,
1: yeah, our Amp trails winter. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I will yeah, when right. it comes. Right.
2: Yeah, our trails aren't groomed over a field, so we have tree issues when yeah. the wind blows in the summer. So yeah, yeah. 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 I'll, if you don't mind, I'll,
1: I'll just add a couple other things. So we have a, a race that we support um, around the end of January. It's called yes. the Lumberjack Jaunt. Yes. Um, so this year that's January twenty eighth, which is a Saturday. It's at the yard, we hold it. It's it's really we try to make it a fun race. Um it's a six K or sixteen K, you can do either one classic or skate, um, whichever you want. Mm-hmm. But um, and like Mark said, we have all ages of people that we that participate, and all ski levels. You know, some people just want to go out and ski, yeah. uh, you know, with mm-hmm. other people. Some people want to make it a race. It's it's whatever people want. So, um, you know, keep that in mind. The other thing that I would I would just encourage the other benefit of the membership mm-hmm. is uh, as people groom, if you're a member, we send out emails of wh- what uh, trails have been groomed and what the conditions oh, are. Great. So it's A lot of people say we should just publish that. It's it's a little bit of more of an incentive to be a member to get those grooming updates. We call that's a good idea. But it's last winter when it snowed every other week, (laughs) uh, every week, maybe even more often. uh, It it was really a nice uh, nice thing for people to see of. What what was groomed and what was in ready to ski and Mm -hmm.
2: uh, prepared. So great idea. You know, I think it's also you know uh, the membership fee, uh, as opposed to uh, Minnesota Ski Trail Pass that you have to have to ski on these trails. Obviously, you don't have to have a membership of the ski club to do it, but that uh, the monies that we get from the trail grant that only goes to grooming and a little bit of uh, the uh, fall trail prep. But the lighted system, the, we also uh, have grants to the high school program to help kids that need to buy equipment. You know good equipment to compete on we help with them uh, we have kids that if they're involved in any uh, ussa events uh, or biathlon u.s biathlon sanction events outside of the state i think they're still yep. doing you know occasionally they'll tap into that as well so we're also encouraging these kids uh, beyond the youth ski league to continue and hopefully make that a lifelong sport mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Great program. All right. Yeah. Uh, we can find out more again
0: at BrainerdNordicSkiClub.com. That's a good place to start. Yes. And find the information about classes and the ski swap and everything else we need to know, right? Yep. Yes. Very good. Yeah. Gentlemen, thanks for being here today. Thank well, you. Thank we'll you for having us. slopes. Yes. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. See you on the on the trail. <laughs> on the, on the on trail. trail. There on we trails. go. Yeah. 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 On the trail. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Brian Twamley is the president of the Brainerd Nordic Ski Club. Mark Statham is a past president and current member, and we welcome them for being here today on Community Focus. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs are available to listen to anytime they're on our website. Go to 106.7 WJJY.com.
2: You can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cayuna Regional Medical Center.